everyone and welcome back to no beer left behind it's me brian here in north texas grace in your ears yet again for a little bit of uh 2018 holiday retro spectacular i guess that's a thing that we're just going to start now so <clears throat> every now and then we get a little uh, busy with life and uh the pursuit of happiness yada 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 but this week it's family time it's family friends we're all hanging out having a good time we don't have a whole lot of time to be synced up with one another, talking into microphones, shooting the shit. So it's weeks like this that we look back on uh, kind of the best of 2018. And if I were a paid producer and uh, this is my only job, I would sit and cut together clips of some awesome moments from the last year. But I'm not. I'm a dad. I got about 30 minutes of free time in the middle of the day while I'm drinking my coffee. And... uh then I'm back at it. So uh, this is going to be a replay of <clears throat> episode 90. Frank definitely left behind. And uh, it is the most played episode that we have uh, from 2018. Um, a lot of people downloaded it. A lot of people listened to it. We, I really enjoyed it. I listened back to it to see what was going on. Very, very funny stuff uh, from Willem, Parker, and myself. Frank definitely left behind in this episode. It's odd. Frank is one of the most consistent members on this podcast, and it was one of the few episodes that he wasn't on, and it was the most downloaded <laughs> episode that we had. Hopefully there's not a connection. We love you, Frank. But this episode, uh, the viewers rated with their <laughs> with their downloads. Viewers. Jesus Christ, what are we fucking... T- the listeners rated this number one podcast. <laughs> podcast episode of the year with their downloads, their listens, and we just want to make sure that if you missed it, you pick back up on it and uh, catch some greatness. Uh, this podcast even mentions a few last calls that we did in and around this, I believe last call uh, episode 90. Uh, I think the gang start goes to the Winter Olympics or something like that. Absolutely ridiculousness, but this episode kind of sums up exactly what No Beer Left Behind is all about. So, uh, as you're meeting with friends and family, getting ready for the new year, or listening into the new year, thinking about all those resolutions that you're going to keep, <sighs> maybe make the one resolution of spreading the word of No Beer Left Behind for us. We would appreciate it, and uh, this this episode is a perfect starter episode for someone. Uh, send them over we and uh, have them listen to this, the latest episode that's up in the queue, and uh, hopefully they'll get hooked. This episode's got a lot of beer talk. A lot of current events, and yes, some absolute nonsense. I believe I went back and uh, second-guessed myself on my my uh, standpoint of Chili's. It was a dark time in my life when I thought Chili's was a good restaurant, but you'll hear why I've uh, since changed my mind. So, again, listeners, thank you so much for making 2018 awesome. Hopefully 2019 will bring bigger and better things for No Beer Left Behind, and you know we wouldn't be here without... Uh, Without you guys listening. I mean, we might actually be. We might actually be here just talking to ourselves. It is a little bit therapeutic, I will say. But having you guys listen and uh, give us feedback is so greatly appreciated. Hearing feedback from all y'all is 
awesome. Uh, we, we like to hear how we can learn, grow, and uh, have new beer experiences out there. So thank you so much for everything that you've done for us in 2018. And again, Happy New Year and enjoy Episode 90, Frank Definitely Left Behind, on No Beer Left Behind's Best Of. Cheers. everyone and welcome back to no beer left behind it's me it's brian here in north texas spitting gold at you drinking a uh a rather special beer this evening it's uh from pegasus city brewing it's their nine volt triple pegasus city is uh pegasus city is uh based out of dallas it's a brand new brewery villain i think you would be totes happy to see them uh, they're down in the design district, and they take uh, they take their label designs and their. Oh shit! Over you know, I, my wife would be pumped about that. Like honestly. this is this is the package. It's just a black ceramic ah, bottle swing that top. That is sick. Like this is uh, probably one of the best packages of a uh, beer I've seen in Dallas. It's super simple. Anyway, it's a triple. That's one of the best packages of beer I've seen ever. The, do you should see the way they serve it in their tap room. I've not been down to their what they call tiny tap, um, but uh, their tap room they serve this beer up in a champagne glass. And I'm not talking about like a flute. I'm talking about those old school French champagne glasses. It's like a little bowl on top uh, of a coupe. stem. A coupe. coupe glass. It is ridiculous the way they present their product. And uh, you know, this is the first time I'm actually tasting the liquid. That's and cool, dude. That's I so am cool. I'm very impressed. So this is a Belgian triple, and um, uh, also AKA Belgian Golden Strong, AKA that Belgian uh, high alcohol goodness. Uh, it's like the fucking Wu Tang of Belgian beers. This beer, um, <laughs> it is. Uh, they describe it as a subtle fruity aroma precedes a hint of spice in our creamy hazy Belgian triple, named after the iconic Art Deco Dallas Power and Light buildings. It's neither too bitter nor too sweet, balancing its, balancing its high voltage ABV with a dry, clean finish. From a dinner party to a porch, nine volt never fails to spark <laughs> up an evening. Which I'm not gonna lie, this beer makes me want to drink way more bottles of this beer. And this is the first beer yeah. that I've had in a long time that's made me want to go out and buy another bottle. Um, that's crazy. This one, this is a f- damn fine beer. I was sitting on before before you hopped on, drinking it, thinking like, how the fuck can I get the word of Pegasus City out to more people? <laughs> this shit is dope. Um, I know just they- on, okay, so just on their label topic, that's like, that is a really cool label. And there are, it's with the craft uh, beer industry, I feel like it's like there are like some really cool labels, and then there are some really shitty labels, and there's like nothing in between. Yeah, no, they're yeah. you're one hundred percent accurate. <laughs> but even even that one like is particularly like cool. I mean, that is like it's matte black. It's like sleek, but like it, I don't know, approachable. Yeah, know, like all their cool. all their stuff is very like Art Deco. Like nineteen sixties, like yeah, mod. It's it, it's it's dope. I, I really like yeah. their stuff. And uh, like I said, their liquid 
and actually backs it up. Looking at the reviews, it doesn't get that many good reviews, which kind of bums me out. Mm. Um, but I think it's because this one is uh, it's about as true to style uh, as I've had. Uh, a triple ha- like you can taste some triples and they're like uh they're like uh, they they're spiced with like lavender or they're spiced with uh coriander and all these other flavors i feel like the flavors that come out of this beer are 100% like yeast driven and uh driven from the hops so it's i'm 100% on board with this if the bottle was not i mean i think this bottle set me back 14 15 dollars um, okay. but I mean, it's a ceramic bottle. I yeah. don't know if you can hear that, but can I see the bottom? Show me the bottom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's the full there's on like, ceramic. I feel like there's like one other, one other company that has those. Yes. Specifically uh, ceramic. Rogue, Rogue does their special ah, beers right. in ceramic bottles. Um, I have like their... I think they're most regularly available beers. If you get Rogue in your uh, in your area, is going to be their Double Dead Guy Ale, and I mean I'm not a big fan of that beer, but their Russian Imperial Stout when they release that in that bottle, I think it's like nineteen dollars for a bottle of it, and I will gladly go pay that because yeah. it's a damn fine beer. Oh really? Is that good? It's it's really good, and it will it'll last. Like if you buy two of them, like one of them will last you. For I mean, you can you can age it for a while. Oh but, shit! I had no idea. Plus, when it comes to home brewing, these bottles are the shit. Like, <laughs> it's about yeah, I mean, it's I, like, oh, yeah. I could see that for sure. Twenty-two ounces, twenty-four ounces, something like that, and then it's got a swing top, so you don't have to worry about capping it. You can just yeah, knock it down and anyway. Those ceramic bottles in general, though, like you could honestly just like use them for like I don't mm-hmm. know, fucking vase or something, like anything. Oh yeah. Well, you know, I've uh, been I mean, good. I mean, I've been nerding out and looking into uh, home vinegar making, and that's a thing. And uh, <laughs> it'll be a, it'll be a perfect little bottle for that. So, anyway, that's awesome. Wait, oh, so what do you? How do you make home vinegar? Uh, it involves like years, <laughs> and uh, most people don't have wow. patience for it. You basically uh, so there's a reason that all vinegar or majority of vinegar has some sort of alcoholic beverage in the beginning of the name, whether it's red wine vinegar, whether it's malt vinegar, whether it's rice vinegar or whatever. Rice wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So okay. all those things are fermented, and then they're inoculated with uh, pediococcus. So you start creating acetobacter, and once you create acetobacter, then uh, you basically have vinegar from there. Uh, huh. But you have to let it age for a long time, and uh, you have to make sure that it stays within certain pH ranges, and usually takes a little blending help to get a quality product. So what blending? What do you mean? Like, so you would have different batches uh, that you would dose. Oh, and then you blend them to the proper pH. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. It just depends on what the final product you want is. But yeah, I mean that's some real nerd shit. Uh, we don't have to get into that because I've <laughs> basically expended all the knowledge that uh, the well, basic Brian, it's just the two searches. of us. So frankly. Maybe this is the nerd episode. This is the nerd episode? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. This is, that is about as much information as uh, <laughs> I have on the subject. So Time to say, like, in your head. Time to segue, Brian. This is you. Segway, 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 segway. Get out of here. Pull the cord. Pull the cord. Uh, hey. Start playing music. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Parker. There he is. The man Do- of the Dude. second. 
it's not just the two of you. I've been listening. Listen, whenever I logged in, well, the first thing I heard was, can I see the bottom? Let me see the bottom. <laughs> well, you walked in at the right time then. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, so I've been here for a few minutes. Just, All right. It's you know, a fine. Like, I, figured, I, I figured you were fucking around with your technicals. So I was like, you know what? I'll just act as if it's just me and Brian until it's like, oh, shit, here's Parker. And he's like, not fucking up. Oh. <laughs> And not fucking <laughs> when does that ever happen? Right? <laughs> yeah, you need to get off of that like over the air horizon shit and get like real. Oh, like, says Villa- yeah, say. me. <laughs> okay, Villain King Carson, of King of Mooch Internet via his internet. Hey, I'm a I'm an internet pro now. I got my I don't I go, bought my own router. What you know? Like I'm um, I'm like fucking living large. I've got my own internet now. I have my own. Hold on, let's let's play this. It's our resident tech expert, Villain. Did you try this to turn like it a- off and turn it back on? <laughs> It's that villain tech expert hour. <laughs> this is like I'm showing up at your door in like a fucking, uh, I don't know, trainers. And I just like, as soon as you answer the door, I just rip them off and like start dancing. You know, like stripper Steve type of shit. Did, did you ask your neighbor to turn his router off? And turn it back on? Again? Let me go over there and try to seduce them into turning it off. And you take your pants off and call the tech expert. <laughs> Uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, in case you happen to be having internet troubles, have you tried turning it on and off again? <laughs> How the fuck did that guy know that our internet was down? <laughs> Clairvoyant. Clairvoyant. Wait, what are we talking about? Um, we we're introducing you and or Parker, whoever wants to go next. Parker, I'm thinking you go since we so rudely interrupted our oh, intimate podcast. Shit. I know. Yeah, well, so you were trying to edge me out from the beginning. <laughs> like you were trying to attack me with a hanger, saying oh, that Parker's there definitely were only two not of you here. on the cast. <laughs> yeah. Parker, Parker's uh, definitely not on this cast tonight. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, yeah. there he is. Okay, I guess I'll <laughs> log off. Um, uh, yeah, this is Parker, and I'm drinking an amber ale from Fish Brewing Company out of Olympia, Washington. Fish Brewing. And, uh, yeah, it's straight up called Fish Brewing. I think they're the ones that know. do the Christmas vacation beers every Christmas. They do, like, Cousin Eddie's RV. Oh, really? That's oh, awesome. Let me look, look it up. Yep, I am. Uh, um, so, yeah, I like the artwork on this. It's pretty cool. It's got, like, a... A little hot chick on a surfboard with some sharks underneath her. So she looks like what Sarah Huckabee Sanders, and she, <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> level of hot is very subjective with you, Parker. Big old chubby legs. Uh, no, I mean she's pretty hot. Like as far as a beer label goes, kind of looks like a girl version of Villem. What? All right. <laughs> so confused. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Can you see that? No, dude. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Like a badass kind of chick. Yeah, absolutely. Are you sure that's a girl? Yeah. It's definitely yeah. it's definitely a girl. It's okay. Soft features on the face. How can you ask if that's a girl? I don't know. Recently, I have been tricked on this subject. <laughs> so fool me once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. Fool me tw- I, I, Before yeah. we go too far. <laughs> Won't get fooled again. No, we're not going into that. 
Um, I was incorrect, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know where the hell those beers come from. Uh, anyway. oh, did you? You don't? You didn't find the uh, brewery of the ones that you're talking about, though. Uh, I'll look Even that up. Fish. I'll uh, I'll continue to look that up. I know there's fish somehow involved. Anyway. Well, cool. Well, this is uh, one of my beers from my beer snack pack from across country. It is fish brewing. W um, the fuck. What? It's Fish Brewing Company. Cousin Eddie's RV oh. is one of them, and the other one is, 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 is something else. Oh, okay. Huh, I knew it. And you got one called Shitter's Fool. Um, well, you'd be surprised. Uh, you'll, Which, you'll crack of, up. Sorry. Yeah. You'll crack up is the other one. Go ahead. Sorry. Let's see it. Oh, let me share. I guess I'll sh- I should share the fucking screen with yeah. you. I'm talking to you guys like, you guys don't see it? What the fuck's wrong with you? So, no. uh, you'll crack up. And it's got uh, Clark Griswold getting electrocuted on the label. <laughs> uh, it might be kind of hard to see, but nice. you guys get the get the gist of it. He's got a squirrel stuck to his face. These are all inside references if you've never seen the movie. Otherwise, you are butt-fucking <laughs> lost. And uh, Cousin Eddie's RV by Fish Brewing Company. Look at that. Imperial Brown Ale. All Dude, the bits and you pieces. Saw, I'm sorry. Can we just... You saw the knockoff sp- National Lampoon? Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. They clearly didn't pay... No. No, absolutely not. <laughs> that, that hurts my soul, Brian, frankly. Well, I, I like yeah. the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking with you. Uh, clearly, clearly, a lot of people ripped yeah, those a like, fucking beer named after it. Well, so. yeah. I mean, okay. So the other thing is, we don't get fish brewing products in North Texas, so I'm not real sure how the hell we got those beers here two years ago. <laughs> I mean, it's like somebody muled them down. They're like, "This will be a good pickup. We're just gonna sell them." Is that legal? Fuck if I know. Not my problem. I'm like, <laughs> these will sell like hotcakes in Texas. These will. Yeah, exactly. So what do you think of the beer? I'm sorry. We got very sidetracked. You said there was a, a hot a hot chick dude on there. and uh, it's, uh, it's called Vicious Circle Amber Ale, and it's got a hot chick dude. Hot chick dude. It's good. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I mean, it. it's not – it leaves a little to be desired because <laughs> – and here, here's, this is going back to me being a – what did you say? A queen? Size, a size queen. <laughs> You're an size queen. ABV <laughs> size queen. Yeah, because it's only 5%, so it's like, oh, this is a good starter. You know, this is a good primer, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, amber ales can be really, I don't want to say underwhelming, but they can be. Like, I mean, when you think about, like, a, a dead set amber ale, it would be pretty close to, like, New Belgium Fat Tire. How does it compare yeah. to New Belgium Fat Tire? Uh, it tastes very similar now that you say that, actually. Yeah? Like, I don't think I could differentiate the two. <laughs> I, don't mean to, I don't mean to burst your bubble, but, uh, yeah, that's... When I think of Amber Ale, I think of New Belgium Fat Tire. Amber Ale is a close cousin of Pale Ale. The only difference being more caramel malts, so... Uh, pale Ale. So... Yeah. It's- have you... I was going to say, have you gotten any other good beers in that uh, brewery uh, snack pack that they send you? Well, full disclosure here, um, I have not been a member of it. They actually kicked me out. Um, Were you harassing people again? (laughs) 
I was I was sending dick pics to all the different brewing companies that send me beer. Um, <laughs> we did send them a warning when we found out that you were a part of their club. We sent them a warning, like, "Hey, listen, he doesn't mean anything by it." Apparently, they may be under new management. Like, so, listen, this guy's a registered beer offender. <laughs> he gets he gets real vocal and handsy. I don't know how. I don't know why. Yeah. So yeah, no. I, so I. Uh, I guess that ex- my last shipment came in like December, so this has been just kind of chilling for a couple months in the bottom of the uh, beer crisper. Could also and explain. The, it. it could also explain the underwhelming flavor. It's been chilling for a yeah, couple of months. True. <laughs> that's true, but I mean, it, I've had a lot worse on the cast. Oh well, I'm sure. I'm like, oh, that uh, was from 2015. Wow. Okay. Oh yeah, I heard the. Um, you remembered the uh, black IPA or red IPA, whatever one that you had from Founders. It was like coming up on a year old. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm hey, that you know happens. What? That that episode that made me very happy that uh, my friends were are picking up something from me, and that they're uh, able to appreciate beer. And uh, when they go into a place, they understand like. Hmm, I haven't seen that brand in a while. Maybe I shouldn't pay $16 for a four pack of that. Yeah. That was a that was a huge letdown though on that Sam Adams Nitro White Ale. Yeah. I got to I got to get me some more of that again. I'm still kind of half cocked <laughs> after seeing it. Um you're going to have to cocked he says. <laughs> you're going to have to send a very heartfelt letter and maybe a couple of dick pics to Jim Cook at Sam Adams because they're not making that beer anymore. <laughs> Shut your mouth. They like stopped, just they entirely. Stopped, yeah, they stopped making it like a less than a year after they brought it out. They abandoned the whole nitro That's product no project. One, yes, anyone cared about it. Yeah, no one, oh. no one was buying it. Man, I think that's you were the you were the only one keeping that IPA in Parker's soul. With I that guess one. so. Well, shit. Now that being said, I might go back to that liquor store and be like, "Hey, you know that dusty four pack of those oh, nitros? No. It's gonna taste like butthole." If it didn't taste good when it was supposed to, it's definitely not gonna taste good now. No, it didn't. Who says it didn't? Tastes good when it was supposed to. The this market guy, capitalism. Right capitalism. Capitalism. Steady market. Uh, Capital S subjective. What? <laughs> <laughs> capitalism with a capital so, I for oh. Nazi. What? It's a crossword. <laughs> I, thought it, I thought it tasted great. Maybe I was their only supporter. I think you so were for they that. they did away with the coffee ale as well, yep. nitro? I, I believe so, at least in North Texas and pretty sure Oklahoma and South Texas. Man. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, Jim Cook, um, when are you going to get me – when are you going to send him a text message on his personal cell phone and get me a bottle of Utopia? So he was in he was in Dallas on Friday, actually. Really? Yeah, I uh, missed that invite to go hang out with him. Instead, I was brewing beer, doing some education stuff, and uh, right on. got back to work on Monday. And everybody is showing selfies with Jim Cook. Brian, I feel like it really this is me becoming off. a pattern here lately. They send me out to the boonies where no one goes, and they're like, I come back, and I'm like, oh, you just missed fun. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, well, that's know. cool. So, like, did he come to y'all's place? Uh, no, he was just in the market, and uh, some oh, people yeah. people went out and visited. But I mean, he was he was in for like a day. He's been he'll make he'll make a trip back out before he leaves. And he's been replaced as the CEO there at uh, Boston Beer, 
he'll be back or um, uh, he'll be gone by the end of this year, I believe. So he's been replaced. Like he's removing himself from the equation. Yeah, well, he's, like, he's stepping. He's been too handsy. Uh, new, new employees. No, he's uh, he's stepping down from the CEO position. I think he's still going to keep a an executive position somehow, some way. But he's not going to be. Um, He's he's not going to be the 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 face of, or he'll still be the face of. He won't be the like uh, executive officer. Gotcha. How old is he? He's in his sixties. Um, he's been in the beer business for thirty five years, almost forty, probably longer than that. Because I know he he did bars and restaurants beforehand. So yeah, he's been around a long, long time. Awesome. It's good stuff. Anyway, I was just uh. Uh, I found I stumbled upon my uh, growlers that I got from Sam Adams Brewery. Mm-hmm. You actually sent me a sixty-four. I I did send you one. That's right. Which one was it? That what was on the neck label on that one? Uh, I think it was a coffee stout or something like that. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a while. The uh, I, yeah. I tell you what I do like those growlers for because I rarely do I ever down sixty-four ounces of anything. Although I will say I may take mm-hmm. that with me to uh, pick up some Pivo pills from Firestone Walker. It's on sale right now. I think I might clear that out. Anyway, yeah. um, I, I use that to uh, grow up yeast for home brewing. I use those 64-ounce really? growlers. They're perfect size. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. I'm glad. You, do, you want, uh, do you want another one? Mm, no, I'm good. No? Okay. <laughs> no, I've got uh, <laughs> I was like, uh, those 64 ounces. mine I'm currently using to grow dust with. Oh, Jesus. So you're actually growing something. <laughs> um, I can send them to you, but okay. No, the uh, 64s, I, we, I've, I came into them early on when growlers became, like, became legal here in Texas. There were places that were like, buy a beer and get a growler. I was like, cool, yeah. And then I had like... Four sixty-four ounce growlers. I'm like, there's no fucking way in hell I would ever buy two gallons of beer and uh, be drinking that <laughs> at one time, like within three days of me getting them filled. So there's no reason for this, uh, but they do come in handy for home brewing purposes. Man, but like I'm, if you had a party, line. Well, I mean, I've got a, for sure. Yeah, I've got a kegerator too. So that I mean, you know. Well, so we were on vacation, so we put oh, yeah three of them down in about three days. You know what? That's a that's a good ass point, Parker. Like when we travel, like it might not be a bad idea to BYO Growler. Yeah, we just like we took it from hotel to hotel. You know, like I ain't giving a fuck. Like, mm-hmm. give me an open container. Come on. Yeah, no, um, totally would too. Like you know that would. <laughs> Parker's the yeah, only one to get that so, open container so for shit. a. You know they put like. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just like. It's such a bullshit game of cat and mouse, you know. They put like that little seal on it and hit it with a lighter or whatever, and it—that's supposedly not an open container. But as soon as that little fucking cellophane's gone, then it's open container. It's like, come on, cop. Am I drunk right now? No. Fucking law. Yeah, exactly. Like it is. I, I yeah, do. I do want. I, I like picture. I like picturing Parker going, "Come on, cop!" to a police officer. <laughs> like that's his excuse. <laughs> Are we really gonna play this game? Are we gonna play this game, cop? <laughs> Sir, you're under arrest. <laughs> really, cop? Like, what year is this? The guy just looks at him like copper. <laughs> yeah, come on, copper. What's the big deal? What's the big plan here? What's the God scheme? What's the copper. what's the vig? You got to put one over on me. No way. No how. I'm not gonna pull it. <laughs> <laughs> he starts kicking dirt on the cop's shoes. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? So, yeah. So there you go. Just yeah, vacation with him, and then 
you know, I was like, I got to take these home with me. But if it was some other brewery that you didn't necessarily like really care about, you could just recycle them. Yeah. And then board a plane. <laughs> Actually, try to carry it in your carry-on. And when they when they scan it, they're like, what the fuck is that? And you're like, oh, that's 64 ounces of beer. Is that not allowed? Is that not is that not TSA approved? And then chug it in line, slam it on the ground, and get on the plane. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, on that subject, um, so I was down in uh, Houston in December, and it was the first time that I've actually remembered to take my own little pocket, uh, you know, the little tiny shot or whatever the hell I'm trying to say, liquor bottles. Yes. Yeah. Took me two of the little guy, the little Jack Daniels. And, uh, yeah, that was pretty legit. Had myself a double, which would have cost me $10, but instead it cost me like two forty nine at the liquor store. Um, so <laughs> it was an adult moment. I was very proud. Actually. I was like, you know, yeah, I'll take a Coca-Cola, and I kind of like felt like I was snickering, like I was doing something wrong. Like, you, know, you sneak a flask into a concert or something, or to the OSU football game, like we used to. Like, oh, dude, to the movies is the like, I, well. I was gonna totally say, league. Parker, I've been sneaking two bottles of uh, of uh, Seagram Seven or Crown Royal into the movie theaters and just putting them in my icy. That's the way to do it, right there, man. <laughs> that is legit. Nice. Yeah, it's like so just, fucking just, good. If you just can do like a small flask of whiskey and dump it in that huge pop. Like, oh yeah, or maybe not the whole thing. Nice. That's a lot of alcohol. But you know, <laughs> no, I mean. the whole thing, and then <laughs> and then fall asleep by the end of the movie in the child size soda, <laughs> the size of a child, if it were liquefied. <laughs> if you melt down a baby and you put it in a cup, I want that size. Um. Uh. Before we get yeah. too far off topic, uh, first off, congratulations, Parker. I'm super proud of you for living that adult life. Thank you. Um. Let us know. Adulthood. Let us know when you uh, bring that into the movie theaters and hit that next level. It's a game changer. I will. Um. Villem, has your beer cooled down yet? Villem. Wait, sorry, what? I said Villem has your beer cooled down yet. I remember before we yeah, started. Yeah, it has. Yep. Yeah, I'm drinking the Ouroboros Stout. What? Oh. From Anthem Brewing in Oklahoma City. Surprise, I know. No. that's a. You know what? That's a damn that's good beer. Been a while. No, I had it about I probably a month or maybe less than a month ago. But it was about two years ago, this time of year, that I was like, just – this is like all I was drinking. <laughs> Like bastarding. You mispronounced uh, Marshall, Villem. You mispronounced Marshall. Well, there was a Marshall period too, but I think that was more like towards spring. I think around like you know late winter or whatever, mid to late winter, I was doing a lot of Ouroboros out like every fucking. You know what? Episode. So like you were. I went to uh went to Index Fest down here in Texas where I saw Tone Loke. <clears throat> Humble brag. Um, <laughs> I saw Tone Loke and Big Boy at the same concert. Manufacturers? No, nah, it was just beer, beer and music. Humble brag. <laughs> Humble brag. It was beer and music, and by music, I mean people who are relevant like 10 years ago. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Um, yeah. Anyway, I had a beer from Revolver Brewing, and it was called Ouroboros Ale. Wow. And for some reason, I thought, and I was not intoxicated, 
For some reason, I thought this beer was going to be a stout because of that damn Anthem beer. So when, <laughs> when they poured it, I was like, oh, my God, that is not right at all. I ordered the Ouroboros, and the dude like pouring the beer goes, yeah, it is that. I was like, oh, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> so, like, I walked back, and it's this. Just plays it off. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's this color, okay? I mean, it's like clear, yeah, yeah. super light. I'm like, oh, shit. I, drank, I took a sip of it. It tasted like a straight shot of tequila. And that's what it like. It was a soured wheat ale aged in tequila barrels with lime and salt added. It tasted like a straight up shot of tequila. It was great. But at the same time, I was a little bit let down that it wasn't Ouroboros stout from Anthem. (laughs) I was like, oh, man. So what does Ouroboros mean then? Fuck if I know. It's, it's some Belgian specific to anthem. It's some Belgian word. Um, I think it's some some mythological creature. Some nonsense. I don't know. Somebody's yelling at their podcast right now. Oh, you dumbass! You don't fucking know. Um, but I really don't. I could okay, look so it up, but I missed. I can it. tell you. I looked it up. <laughs> this is dope thing called Google. Symbolic representation of coming oh. full circle. The Ouroboros is an ancient symbol depicting a serpent or dragon eating its own tail. Okay, the Brian. name originates within Greek so language. I'm resourceful too, though. So. <laughs> Not as resourceful as I. Okay, so aura means tail and boros means eating. Thus, he who eats the tail. So it's like an infinity symbol. Think of that. Split, split tail? No, like an infinity. Infinity. Like, Okay. He's chasing his own tail, but first he like yes, does it's a, a turn, sp- and then he does another turn, it's and a, then it's, it's that, a, then he's, yeah, no, Parker's right. It's a split tail. Just go with it, man. Just go with it. <laughs> so, uh, Villain, uh, is it as good, good as is the beer as good as you remember? Yeah, oh, I, you know, I had that aged one, and that was fucking good. And that's oh, the best one I've ever had. So I know that this isn't like you know you can't really compare. But this is still good. I like this. It's still like easy drinking, like, but, you know, winter beer or whatever to me. I don't know. That's what I associate stouts with, like, winter. And so this is like, it's got that nice, like, homey feel to me, but it's still. I I know what you mean. I know what you mean, homie. Too full. um, It's not too high in alcohol, is it? It's only like 7%, right? Uh. Twelve and a half. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. So it's not too terribly bad. No, it's as far as that goes, at least. Yeah. So I. uh, This is the last beer thing that I'll talk about, and we can move on to something else. I'm sorry, but well, let's just move on to something else. It's been thirty minutes. We've been talking about beer. Um, We'll do a beer count here. The cast is no beer. I mean, like, (laughs) well, I think people who listen to this enjoy beer talk just as much as they enjoy current events. And I will say, when we were doing our secret last call the other night, and we uh, live broadcast about twenty minutes of it on Instagram Live, um, the most feedback that I got is, "When are you guys going to talk about beer?" Meanwhile, Frank and Parker were having some great. Uh, dual luge talk, which uh, you guys will can look forward to at the end of this week. You'll really enjoy it. And dual skeleton. <laughs> Remember his Frank's fucking whitewater canoeing that he came up with. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of a maniac goes no. down an icy hill head first? Like uh, this, lost your mind. the same closeted man who goes down with another dude on top of him. <laughs> anyway, uh, we you you can catch no, all that can't. later on this week in the last call. But 
uh, people were complaining that, oh, when are you going to get to the beer? And when we did, they were like, cool, cool, cool. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so I'm drinking a beer tonight to uh, try to connect with a younger audience, guys. The LDAC, <laughs> oh, the LDAC, the Legal Drinking Age Consumer, which what we are learning from uh, Beer Marketing Insights is that the 21 to 24-year-old is not drinking beer at all. Matter of fact, they're drinking less alcohol than any generation prior. Which is yeah, a little scary, I guess, if you're in the business. <laughs> um, it just means more beer for me, bro. High fives, high fives, high fives. They've just already had the experience. You know, like exactly. Years ago. They've been getting fucked up on Mike's Hard Lemonade since middle school. <laughs> they're like already into the heavy hangover phase. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, I can't do that. I'm told. Anyway, you know what? Not gonna. Anyway, so <clears throat> this is a beer that's uh, supposed to be, I don't know, capturing the 21 to 24-year-old drinker. It's called Two Hats. It is a crisp, light beer with natural flavors. The one that I'm drinking right now is uh, pineapple. I have lime in the fridge, and I'm thinking I may have to pour this shit out and drink the lime. Hopefully it's better. This is ridiculous. It's It looks like Keystone. It... It smells like pineapple, like pineapple Capri Sun. <laughs> and uh, when you taste it, it 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 sh- straight up tastes like a watered down pineapple. That's really the only way to describe it. That's crazy. It's is it, how, is it high in alcohol? Mm-mm. It's four percent in alcohol. Four percent. Wow. Four percent. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. I got at least. Like, Four Loco tasted like shit, but everyone knew why you were drinking Four Right. Yeah, there was no question as to why you were drinking Four Locos. I don't... Dude, okay, so... I don't understand this. So this... It's got lime in it, so they're going for, like, a Mexican twang. I haven't tried the lime one, man. Like, I'm staring at this can trying to figure out what the fuck is going on, honestly. Only Mexicans use lime. Should they... Well, I mean, the thought there... come on. The thought there is that it's like a Corona with a lime already in it. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. So perhaps they should have called it Dos Sombreros. That's a bad idea. It was a little, little, <laughs> little close to home. Two hats. Uh, I, don't, I, don't get, I don't know why they went with pineapple. This tastes like shit, dude. Like, <laughs> this doesn't... Uh, I, don't, I, can't, I can't... I can never... I can't... So it's going to be sold alongside, like, PBR and Keystone and Bush. Like, I can't figure out... That's who's weird. who's buying That's this? I am uh, gonna have to get one now just because you've kind of like intrigued me this much. I mean, here's studies show that millennials really dig pineapple. <laughs> Why millennials are killing the alcohol industry? <laughs> yeah, no, millennials are single-handedly putting the uh, pineapple industry out. <laughs> what? <laughs> millennials are killing Applebee's and pineapples. <laughs> there you good. Go. Much good. Kill off chilies while you're at it, millennials. <laughs> hey, you know what? I've changed my stance on on chilies. It's fucking garbage. Oh, no. Anyway, what um, happened? I, I'll let y'all in on once I get done running. Really once I get done running down two hats, the fuck are we doing okay. here? And I'm done. So I don't. I don't know. If you if you see it in your area, it's worth a pickup just to try it. I I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna try the lime one by the end of the night and. I'm thinking that one's going to be the better flavored of the two. Because this literally tastes like 
Someone took pineapple juice and they were like, what's the concentration that we should mix this with? And they were like, <laughs> one to two. And they were like, fuck it, one to eight. There's going to be one to eight. And we're going to make that pineapple go a little bit farther. And, so, uh, fuck it, one to eight. <laughs> like, is this only out in like select theaters or is this like countrywide? This is a this is a, a big a big brand launch. And I mean a big, big brand launch. I'm assuming this will probably be everywhere pretty soon. Did they do a test market at first? Like, if they did, they fucking lied to them. I don't know. And, yeah. and see, here's the deal. Again, I, I my old ass is definitely not the not the consumer on this product. So maybe there is something with a younger generation that's going to identify with this flavor. I don't know what the fuck it is. I'm gonna be honest with this, you. Like, this will find a market. Zima found a market. This oh, will find a market. Somehow. You know what? Did y'all taste Zima last year? Did y'all get it in your in your market? No. Yeah, I did not buy it. <laughs> okay. So I I bought a six-pack just for the fun, sh- for shits and giggles, about a six-pack and some Jolly Ranchers. And no. it was it was not enjoyable, man. Like, as soon as I tasted it, I was like, I'm going to be hungover tomorrow if I have another one of these. Uh, too sugary? It was, it was so sugary. I mean, it was, I mean, essentially, it was the genesis for Mike's Hard Lemonade. Dude, that's right. That was the uh, prequel for the Schmirnoff ices and all those. Yep. How do you know? Like Sanquistin apples? No, none of the. No, no. Miller Coors started with Zima back in the early '90s, at least nationwide. And then by the mid '90s, late '90s, Smirnoff was making a malt beverage, and Mike's had just started making a five percent lemonade. And uh, by the early 2000s, Mike's and Smirnoff had both gone into the 8% flavored malt beverage, which is a category that only exists because of those two brands. And, I mean, literally, they, they may... What's, what's even more of a mind fuck is that those that liquid is made in the same way that a, like a Bud Miller Coors product is made, and then in the same way that a fucking high-end craft brand is made you take sugar you take yeast it's got to ferment the sugar and make alcohol and then they flavor the fuck out of it after that that's where they like that's where they differ Uh, now but would they uh, put would okay in a beer like you put x amount of sugar would they put like triple that knowing full well that the yeast would not be able to eat all of said sugar before they die off and thus leaving a nice sugary residue which adds to the taste and the appeal to the younger generation more than likely what they do is uh they will add enough sugar for the yeast to ferment down to get you a final a final alcohol by volume and then when mm-hmm. they flavor the product back they will uh, get all the yeast out of the liquid. They will flavor the okay. product back with a proper amount of whatever flavoring agent and back sweeten it with sugar. And because there is no more yeast present in the liquid, they don't have to worry about it. The The sugar will just hang around. The alcohol will be there uh, in suspension with the liquid. And then the flavorings will be there beside it. So they basically build a beverage um, based on malt liquor. It sounds... It sounds kind of simple, but that's, I mean, that's exactly what they do. That's what they do with Truly and um, Henry's Hard Sparkling and White Claw. All these sparkling water brands, they only add as much sugar as necessary for the yeast to produce X amount of ABV, like X, X percent ABV. And then they rem- like centrifuge the yeast out. 
they filter the yeast out and then they carbonate what's left and back sweeten and add flavoring where they were necessary. So they're like that. I mean, it's, it's that a, precise. I mean, it's a fucking science, man. If, if you, man. <laughs> if you ever go to, if you ever get a chance to go to the, the, any Budweiser plant or any Miller Coors oh. plant, you'll see that beer production on that scale is no longer like a, a craft it's 100 percent a science and it's a production science so like budweiser for example budweiser produces a seven percent alcohol beer that's what they ferment that's what they age on beechwood staves and then when it comes time to packaging they blend with 50 percent distilled water 50 percent fermented seven percent beer that yields them a three and a half percent beer and that's what goes into the bottles so they cut it essentially. Exactly. But that and then can, are they? Do they use the excess? They basically the next? they basically double their production. Okay. So yeah. they'll they'll make thirty barrels of beer, and this is a tiny okay. scale for them. They'll make thirty barrels of beer and yield sixty barrels of final product, roughly. So is that how all of them wind up with that low low ABV like that it would it be virtually impossible to brew a 3% alcohol no it's not impossible um, I brew a wit beer that's 3.7% but is it more difficult mm-hmm. it's way more difficult it, now it's more difficult for an average brewer to an average brewer I mean even like regional brewer size like a, a company like say New Belgium. New Belgium would have a very difficult time brewing a three and a half percent lager consistently. Mm-hmm. Uh, they ju- they wouldn't be able to do it. It's they they don't have the production facility. I mean, Miller Coors and Budweiser have production facilities set up to lager millions of gallons of beer a year, and uh, that's all they do. They may brew other versions of lagered beer, but that's usually what they do. That's why Blue Moon is really produced in Golden, Colorado at an ale production, like an ale brew house. Yeah. So, anyway. Interesting. That's some real beer nerd shit. If y'all want to get into that later, we can. Uh, but if y'all want to move on to something else, or if you want to show, like, Parker, if you're on to some other rando beer that you found in the bottom of your uh, your vegetable crisper, we can do that. <laughs> it's, no, it's no longer considered the vegetable crisper it's been it's the beer crisper it was a yeah, it was a hostile takeover a few years ago and and the beers have not given up any territory since then had a kid um well yeah, let's clearly get, i'm not eating vegetables and stuff so let's get the uh, uh, the first bush administration to declare war on uh on beer and uh, that vegetable yeah. crisper will be taken back over in 30 to 40 years you'll get it back yeah yeah sounds sounds like a great plan um, so I am now drinking a dirty bastard. Just full disclosure there. There it is. I, well, mm-hmm. you know what? I'll just, ah! I was going to hit the reggae horn, but the Dean scream works too. And you know what? For, for yeah. good, for good measure. Puerto Rico. We love Puerto Rico. <laughs> just for good measure. What an ass hat. <laughs> um, okay, dude. Brian, I feel like this is groundbreaking. You have had an about face with chilies. Please do tell. So I don't know, man. You know how 
you know how when you talk up something and then like it fucks you two times in a row and you're just like, you know what, fuck it. All all that I thought that I knew about this world is wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's basically what happened with Chili's. Is Villem having serious headphone problems? He's just staring at his headphones. Like he is he chasing a bee? What the fuck is happening? I don't know. It looks like those old video games where you'd be in the corner just glitching what? out. Just like, <laughs> we were trying to figure out if you were like trying to catch a bee that was flying around your room or what was uh, happening. So you were having a stroke. Also that. None of the above. Oh, okay. no, I was, uh, Great. You're Ray Charles. you still with us. <laughs> uh, you went blind for a second. <laughs> you started playing the piano for no reason. So... Uh, um, uh, Chili's fucked me. Chili's fucked me hard. Okay, and it's not from their lack of uh, craft to table uh, pickles or their uh, handmade bullshit that they do. Their food just became too much. It was ridiculous. Like I was, I ordered, I ordered their buffalo chicken strips or whatever the fuck it was. And it, mm-hmm. they came out, and it was just like, I don't know, a pound and a half of fries and eight chicken strips soaked in this super sweet barbecue sauce stuff. And it just became fucking unbearable. Like, I couldn't eat it. I, I couldn't eat it when it was fresh. It just seemed like it was, I don't know. I don't know if they've, I don't these know if, places have gone way too far, honestly. Like, they've complete, like, they've gone to a point of taking flavor out of food that you can't, couldn't even have imagined. Yeah. Dude. They're like, we added and fucking grape Fanta to this chicken breast. You really are going to love it. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want that at like all. Back in the day, you know, I was like, okay, it's like lacking flavor, but you know, like, I get it. It's a, it's a style. It's fucking and food. And they've just like gone so far in that direction that you can't even enjoy it anymore. Well, and it's, everything is so salty anymore. Yeah. Yes. Man. It's like, they yeah. go ham on the sodium. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiots yeah seriously so you know okay so you know buffalo wild wings has done like the opposite of that though they have like these dope ass wing flavors now like thai curry and shit that like actually nice. like the thai curry actually tastes like good curry you it's, know uh, you know why they did that though why so Buffalo Wild Wings realized that millennials were killing Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm not shitting you on this. Um, they realized that millennials were killing Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> Wait, and is Buffalo Wild Wings now offering a pineapple flavored wing? Yes, that's. I'm not even kidding. It's like a roasted pineapple <laughs> wing. That no, was a good little. Story. It was. It was a zing and shit. Every, everything has avocados on it. Everything's got an avocado <laughs> dipping sauce. All right, avocados are fucking amazing. <laughs> Dude, no, so but, good. But no, seriously, they they saw that they were not doing well. They hired the same ad agency that got Arby's on board, like back into okay. relevancy, and they hired their asses on. <laughs> and uh, they've been working magic over the last like six to twelve months. Yeah, if you guys haven't been there, like you know, relatively recently, fucking go. Like that, there's. <laughs> <laughs> Their wing flavors are insanely surprising and like very good. Dude. Like I I was I'm right. honestly astonished that this is even coming out of my mouth right now, but I used to love Buffalo Wild Wings, even as shitty as their wing flavors were. Right, but you know, they they grew, you grew like tired of them a little bit. And it was like, you know, you're, I don't know, for me, it was like my taste had developed and I'd like eaten a lot more things and stuff. And like, while I still had a place for that, it just wasn't as good for me and then they just like popped out these new flavors and it was just like 
just get excited like, about Buffalo Wild Wings all over again. Oh my You're God. inspiring me right now. <laughs> I, I feel like spicy garlic will always hold a special place in my heart. I've got a tear welling up in my eye right now. Like They might even about, still have spicy garlic. Thinking of medium. Well, they damn well should. What was their medium <laughs> spice? Burn that place down if they don't. <laughs> I like their. I, I always went with their ambiguous flavors. I went with medium spice and and hot. That's what I used to go with. And like, and then maybe I would do the Asian zing or whatever the like culturally the culturally appropriated Asian like. Fuck! What? I there was uh, one I really like that. I'm forgetting the name of the Parmesan something or other. Oh shit! Yeah. Was it? That was good. It was just a little bit to the more spicy side, but not like insanely far. Hey, you know what? We we're talking about no, salty those were good shit. flavors. Like those were good flavors. We were talking about salty shit. You guys have Wingstop up there? Yeah, yeah, we, we have Wingstop. Wingstop might be the saltiest shit I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Troy loves Wingstop, dude. Wingstop can dude. suck my nuts, dude. I have one. I have one less than two miles from my house, and I will gladly go to Taco Bueno every goddamn day over Wingstop. Dude, fucking a Wingstop was like the always save brand of Buffalo Wild Wings. Yes, yeah, it's the goddamn payway to the PF Changs of wings. <laughs> payways. Okay, so I know payways is pretty you good. You guys remember there was a Wingstop that came in across the street from the Wild Wings there in Stillwater, kind of in that big shopping center with the Ross and all those oh, big box stores. I didn't know that. Okay, so there was, yeah, like early on when, so Buffalo Wild Wings came in in 2006. Came in like a fucking yeah. wrecking ball. It did. <laughs> shit was the bomb. Um, oh, dude, it was the mad note. I I, ate, I lived across the street, the so I ate. The fucking note. Thursday night the boneless wings for like 25 cents, whatever it was, 50 dude. cent wings. Oh, all day. Yeah, yeah now you got to refi your house. No, to shit. <laughs> For the um, Thursday special. For the Thursday special, you got to come in with two Gs, and that's how you fucking get by. No. Okay, so check this out. So uh, I lived in those apartments right there uh, that was that was on the same side of the wing uh, road as the wing yeah. stop. Right? Oh, yeah. And uh, I remember the being there with this girl, and we were, like, getting some food, and she was not the brightest person, and I didn't, I didn't care. Um <laughs> they had a hundred wings, right? So like oh, you have a Super Bowl party no, or something like that. No. They had a hundred wings and I was like, Damn, look, you can buy a hundred wings and me making like a funny said, Man, I wonder how many chickens that was you know, like anybody could think right. oh hundred divided by two, right? And <laughs> yeah. she was like Oh, I don't even know how many that would equate to. You know, no, I doubt that she used the, the word equate. equate. That's yeah. that was too advanced. Um, That's a seven hundred SAT word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I was just like, huh. So that's. Yeah, that that's where we're at. Um, Boy, that was much less exciting. I thought it was going to be like some interaction with the with the employee or some yeah. shit. That was fucking great. <laughs> oh no, yeah, we no, we we uh, we had sex on the counter. Um, ah, the kind of it's the ending you were looking forward to my wanting. story. No, you but you, but you, you left me wanting. You put you, oh, it was just the funny like. So did he? Hundred divided by two, right? Chicken tough two wings. How many? You know, because I, I was right, being, right. Yeah, well, I, I can't. Imagine how many chickens that must must have been. <laughs> she legitimately did not have an answer. 
just like show her, her or show her a chicken and be like, where on this chicken are its nuggets? Go. Like, <laughs> show me the nuggets on this where, chicken. Where did the Frank chicken touch you? Well, that's oh, that, Show me on your wings. That was the joke that I was going to make. I'm like, and her name was Frank, wow. and he's now a co-host nice. on this podcast. <laughs> uh okay so whenever like uh uh, i i've always for some reason i've always called it buffalo slut wings yeah i don't Um, know that's very specific that you went there that's good yeah i think that's actually where i met this girl that i was at wingstop with Um, we'll call her frank like obviously yeah yeah we'll call her frank for anonymity purposes yeah (laughs) (laughs) so we go to uh that buffalo slow wings like and it was like snowy and it was like the, one of the first couple days was open and uh me and my roommate do the wing challenge right remember that with the, uh, the, the fire the or fire fuego wing. or whatever yeah. yeah 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 12 traditional you did, you did that shit I did it, oh, and I got a T-shirt. You wait, and you, I got a picture finished? on the wall. Yeah, Oof. yeah. Ugh. And uh, but my buddy did not. Oh no! <laughs> and he had he had glasses on, and he started sweating so much. He needed to have a little defroster or some windshield wipers for his glasses. Like, <laughs> legitimately. Because you you know your your hands are just covered in this stuff and you oh, don't yeah. dare rub your eyes or face no, or hell go no. piss or anything right. <laughs> um, he literally because they they would have like the chick with the referee you know thing come on and like <laughs> regulate the competition. Yeah. Um, and I think I even actually saw Joe Rogan over in the corner commentating. Um, <laughs> but and and he was like. <laughs> Bruce Buffer was there. <laughs> Just yelling at people for no reason. Yeah. He uh, he had to ask the waitress, he's like, uh, uh, you know, mouth on fire, ma'am, can you take my glasses off, please? Because like, he couldn't see anymore. And he, he finally had to throw in the towel, And uh, but I, I, I managed to muscle through it. And, you know, it's probably – Probably the thing that I'm most proud of um, in my life to date. <laughs> to this day. Years to this day. That's good. Like, fuck that. No. No other life events okay. matter. It's- That's crazy, though. <laughs> I, I had a friend who tried it. He could not finish. Uh, part of his part of his thing, though, was that they were like – they had just come out. So they were like fucking hot temperature-wise, too. And he like couldn't – he was having trouble holding them and, you know, like eating fast. And so – yeah. You know, that like slows you down and that allows the spice to kind of like build more. What is the challenge? Is it is so it is it has time. It's it's, it's 12, 12 wings. 12 wings in what? 10 minutes or something? Yeah, I think it is. 10 yeah, minutes? 12 and 10. Fuck 10 off. minutes. Yeah, but they're hot as fuck and yeah. like they're so hot. I'm not kidding, Brian. My stomach was fucked for 3 days. I was going to say how bad were the Jesus. shits? What was the aftermath of that? <laughs> Oh, dude. dude. Was it like, I had to call the landlord to come replace my toilet. California (laughs) landslides just happen in your toilet every Uh, damn day. uh, It was bad. Like, I had to wipe with a snow cone a couple times. It was so hot down Uh, there. Do you wish you had a bidet? Because I think Frank could help Uh, you out retroactively. (laughs) I. 
I and that yeah, I bet I a bidet would have been nice to be honest. And Frank still owes me a bidet. I'm gonna hold him to that. He, like owes, he still owes all of us Yeti cups and exactly. You know what? He got me a Yeti cup, and then he I didn't grab it from Mike's bachelor party. He still has my Yeti tumbler. I'm really kind of bummed about that. <laughs> you know that he actually just went to Academy and bought that Yeti cup to no, give to you, right? No, 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 no. Better yet, better yet, better yet. I know exactly what he did. No, I called him out on it. He goes, yeah, that was it. He did get me a big, and it was an art. He, he bought me an Arctic cup, which whatever. I'm I'm fine with either way. It's <laughs> six one way, half dozen another. But this oh, is before. And that works for Arctic as well, huh, Frank? Yeah. No, what he did was he has a Bucky's on his way up to Dallas, and he stopped by there. And at the time, they didn't sell Yeti. So he picked up a gang of Arctic stuff, and I was like, yeah, that's pretty sweet, pretty sweet cup. So I still use my Arctic cup every day at work, but he got us all like those little like tumbler glasses, like I guess they're like rocks glasses or whatever. And uh, the whole time we were at Mike's bachelor party, oh, Jesus, two years ago now almost. He was just like filling them up with rum and cokes. That's all that was in there. And he's like, yeah, rum and coke, rum and coke, rum and coke, rum and coke. Oh, God. Like, I remember at one point I had to go pour a rum and coke down the toilet because I was so fucked up. I, I was just shithoused because that was when we were trying to get Mike drunk at a beer bar. And then we came home or we came back to the hotel and we were all tired. And we're like, oh, it's time to go to bed. And we looked at our watch and it was like 1040 at night. <laughs> it was the most embarrassing moment of my life. Anyway. Yeah, so there's no shame in that game. You gotta no, be up early the next day. There's a lot of shame in that game. There's like there's a lot of shame in <laughs> vomiting all over your own backyard and falling asleep after you order pizza for the house. <laughs> yeah, listen to that episode. Yeah. It, was good, it was a good one. Anyway, do uh, <laughs> you guys have a, a, a secondary beer count that you guys want to cover? Or Villain, are you still I, on Robros? I'm still on the first one. I'm nursing. You're nursing. Okay. That's I had. Good. I Are you pumping that, and dumping uh, right now, or? No, I I, I went to. <laughs> Thank you, Parker. Pumping and uh, I was at a first shop earlier with Troy, catching up a little bit, and uh, had a couple beers there. If you can talk about those, but you know, so I'm kind of like slowing down because I got to work tomorrow. Let's be honest. I saw that uh, Troy had a Lone Star at the first shop. Oh yeah, dude. Troy, fucking, that's all he gets over there, dude. Well, you know what? Good for well, they're they're two bucks there, each. dude. You get those sixteen ounces. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so Bad. sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, it was loud. <laughs> it was loud as fuck. Yo, Parker, have you been to First Shop recently? Uh, man, it's probably been six months. Uh, when? No shit, son. The the last time I was down there, I was actually with you and uh, oh, your wife and uh, the guy that also has my same name. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And T-Roy. T-Swiss. T-Swiss. Yeah, you should, uh, was you there. should check Yeah, out. remember that? They've, they've done some crazy shit with it. Didn't they well, shut they down for a while? I remember that. Yeah, absolutely. Huh? Did they shut down yeah, for a while? Yeah, I Ubered my ass down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They no, they didn't shut Why down. Why did they, they shut down? They did not. No, they they just um, no. I, they just like had they'd be like closed for a day, you know, and then they'd like have a new floor oh. and whatever. And so just like over time, they did these quick little remodels, and now it's like the the nice. bar is like kind of nice, you know, like nicely finished. Um, they got a couple machines in there. They got fucking skee ball in there now. 
That's pretty oh, dope. Fucking hey, man. Right. Is it one of those that's like anywhere else in town to play ski ball? <laughs> is it one of those that's like rigged where you can just play ski ball for free? Yeah. Oh, that's dope. No, 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 oh, I wish. Fuck. fuck I wish. What are we doing with our lives? No, it's like this is a America. Modern ski ball Donald Trump is president. That, that, we need something. Give us free yeah. ski ball, motherfuckers. Yeah, seriously. Let me ask like you this. Do have plastic give me, give me balls? 25 cent ski ball. I'll still no shit. Sorry. Plastic balls or wooden balls? It's got to be OG if it's wooden. No, it's not OG at all. So it's probably Damn. plastic. Then I didn't play it, but um, they had it. It's like it takes the bills, you know, and mm. it's got lights. It's, it looks mm. fancy. Like it definitely looks new. It. They called it. Uh, they called it. What the fuck do they call it? Like uh, beer ball or some shit. Ew! Don't, don't fucking rebrand. Fucking yeah, ski right? ball. Yeah, right. You can't brand this game. Like, what, what are you doing? You know what? There's a place in Dallas. It's a new twist on a classic favorite. Bullshit. It's got it's fucking life. It's <laughs> got life. And it costs way more, and you get way fewer balls. We also <laughs> di- we don't give tickets, so enjoy. <laughs> You don't. You don't actually. There's nothing. You don't get tickets. You know what? You know what? If you're gonna run a bar, here's my here's my bar idea. Okay, if you're gonna run a fucking arcade bar, run the arcade bar where you get tokens. You gotta or you pay for tokens. You get tickets, but you can turn those tickets in for free beers or discounts Dude, on beers. Do that, that shit. That is genius. Because I would, fu- I'd fucking go. Genius. You play the little stupid sp- A, stop dude. the stop the spinning lights the game. <laughs> like, could you imagine yeah. that? You're like, yeah. oh, I could fucking do this. Or the little the one that like scoops all the coins off and like, oh, well, you shit, know what's interesting is that there are a lot of like barcade type of places that you yeah. know you can play a game and whatever. Like like uh, there's literally a place. <laughs> Called, called Barcade, Barcade. in the Northeast. <laughs> well, it's that's that, a chain. It's all over the United States. I found that out after yeah. visiting y'all. There's, yeah, but I oh, there's so one it's in not just in the Northeast. Yeah, there's oh, okay. one here in, okay. in Fort Worth and in Dallas. Dope. So I'm pretty Barcade, sure I went to one in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably a lot of so a lot of people probably know it. Then I mean, like, how cool would it be if they did a ticket thing like that? You Shit, know? Like, yeah, dude, I, that's like, awesome, Brian. That's a great idea, but like. You know, as a kid, it always sucked whenever you only came in with, like, 34 tickets. Yeah. So you go up to, like, the little uh, prize shack, you know, and, and in your scenario, they're like, okay, you can select something from this this aisle right here and this row, but between between this row and this row. So you've got, like, two choices, and it's like you get half a Keystone Light, or your other option is, like, a shot of... You know, some well whiskey or some shit. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you get that's you your, get you have to pick from PBR Keystone. Yeah, and that's like, your Chinese finger trap yeah, of the uh, beer your, barcade. That's your that's your spider <laughs> ring. Like that's, you fucking take this <laughs> and go home. <laughs> like we there's a there's a, laffy taffy. This. <laughs> Here's your laffy taffy, and it's a shot of like. Uh, Heaven's Hill vodka. Like, oh God damn it! This sucks. You give your tickets to somebody else so they can buy something nicer. That's what you end up doing. <laughs> like, it's a team. You pull up all your tickets. Are you- <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you, yeah. You pull it up together to get um, a picture. Get a picture of, that, of Miller so, Lite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bonita here in town. It's no longer here. Rest in peace. It was just an awesome staple of Tulsa, and the only surviving one is in Denver. In fact, there's a South Park episode I was that say, features the Casa Bonita. I feel like the Denver one's only surviving because of South Park. 
Right. <laughs> Ketchup and eating. Carbon locking butters in the storm shelter. <laughs> yeah. The storm shelter. It's a fucking refrigerator in the junkyard. <laughs> <laughs> Casa Benita. You have cliff diving in Casa Benita. His fat ass is cliff diving off the waterfall. <laughs> Great episode. Check it out. Um, but uh, the I remember the Casa Benita here. Um, this was one of the years that the Sooners went to the national championship. 2000. But did not win. 2001. Okay. <laughs> yes. So one of those, right? Well, they somehow came across, I'm sure, a just boatload of shirts that were already made up. You know how they make up shirts for each team in the national championship because they don't know who's going to win, but they want to have an abundance of shirts on hand. The ones that they send, uh, the ones that they send to uh, Sub-Saharan Africa to help. Exactly. People. Yeah, yes. you see on the National Geographic shows. Yes. Um, and it's like 2018 Super Bowl winners, yes. New England Patriots. Yeah. Well, this one was uh, like 2002 OU Sooner National Champions, and, and they, they, that was behind the prize counter for 48 tickets or whatever it may be. Uh-uh. And I was like, yeah, I was like, um, ma'am, that, yeah, that wasn't the case. Like, <laughs> that yeah, didn't you know, happen. That's not That right. didn't happen. Uh, How much did you guys get that box of 1,000 shirts for? $15? And how many uh, uh, Sooner fans still got them thinking, like, fuck, yeah, we did win in 2003. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was 2004. <laughs> they played LSU <laughs> in Louisiana. Hashtag didn't go well. Um, yeah. They lost 21-14. Yeah. to Felt like it should have been worse Man, than that. Man, that. that's a pretty genius idea, though, Brian. I, I, I think it's probably going to be thwarted by liquor laws. <laughs> I think uh, giving away alcohol is not uh, legal. In any state? Uh, yeah, you know about that. Maybe I've talked about this, but um, one of my liquor stores, one of, I go to three different liquor stores, and um, they had like a basically a frequent flyers program, right? Yeah. So I had a number, and every time I'd make a purchase, I'd be like, yo, check it. I'm 21795. And... And you accumulated like points, and every you know hundred points or whatever you got, you got ten dollars off or whatever the case may be. Apparently, the Able Commission had a problem with that uh, because they said that it was you know condoning alcoholism or something. Because it's a the more you buy, the discount, the more discounts you get or something. And I was like, come the fuck on. Really? I, I the, the able commission is, is weird as shit, man. Because when I contacted them about pouring wine at a wedding, their only question to me was, did you send out invitations? And when I said yes, they were like, it's a private event. We don't have to be involved. And they literally like, they were literally like, well, if you have, don't have any other questions, that's all I'm like, Oh, okay. Seriously. Like I, I was prepared to pay like a pouring license fee and you're not going to even ask. You just ask the question, did you send out invitations? Like, okay, so in theory, I could send out invitations on the backside of my business card. And every business card I handed out, those are invitations. And I don't check them at the door. It doesn't fucking matter. I could just then be pouring alcohol for people for free. Like, that's – and their only stipulation was if you send out invitations – I'm sorry, I did forget this. If, you, if you're sending out invitations, then check. It's a private event. And if you have a tip jar out on the counter, then you don't have to have an ABLE license. So 
Thanks, what? Oklahoma Alcohol Bureau. I didn't have a tip jar out, but I, I mean, you know, if a check shows up in the mail afterwards, I'm not going to say boo. Man, that shit's got my name on it. What are you going to do? So it's if you get if you're getting paid above board or not is the no, deciding factor. Not even that. Their only question was well, I, I guess above board is the ambiguous part of that. I don't fully understand you know, what you mean by that. But no, so but like not if you're under getting the table is what I should say. Exactly. Yes. So as long as the people who are consuming alcohol are not paying you in any way, shape, or form, their payment isn't like is them showing their invitation at the door. Uh, then you don't have to have an alcohol license to pour alcohol at an event. Hmm. So the next No Beer Left Behind event will be held in Oklahoma somewhere. <laughs> we'll figure that <laughs> shit out. And uh, uh, also, uh, door fee will be five dollars. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Uh, but yeah, no, that's uh, and the door fee is obviously to cover the venue, not the alcohol. Right. Anyway. Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, it's it, it, the Able Commission is fucked. I mean, for sure. I mean, if you had any questions about the fact that the state of Oklahoma voted on a law in 2015 to sell, I guess it was 2016, wasn't it? To sell full strength beer cold in convenience and liquor store, convenience liquor and grocery stores. And uh, three years later, it will be active. Like, that's some fuckery right there. Mm hmm. It absolutely is. That is some straight up fuckery. Because I asked the people, I asked the people at Rufftail what they were doing about cold storage. I'm like, hey, how are y'all combating that? And they're like, we can't do shit about it until 2019. I'm like, oh, cool. That's you know, it's government at its finest. So there's a measure on the like slated for the what June ballot about June 26. Yeah, about you know legalizing medical medical marijuana. Miracle uh, marijuana. Miracle. It's the same thing. <laughs> and they're already like, so it's made it out of committee now, I want to say, uh, legislation to heavily regulate it today, like, like to the point where it covers like one of a few very rare ailments or something. I don't remember exactly. Forms of like, something. Yeah, that's yeah. bullshit. But you know, the thing about that is, so it's going to be on the ballot, but they're already backpedaling saying, well, even if it passes, like we just, we don't even have the resources or the funds to regulate it or we don't have the manpower. And it's like, well, they're too busy giving their okay. teachers guns right now. They can't afford to <clears throat> mandate regulations on medical marijuana. The fuck? Yeah, that's that's and true. That, Sure that in God we trust is in the classrooms and you know that kind of shit. That's the best. And then everybody has a storm shelter because you know statistically, <laughs> every school is going to get hit by a tornado. Yeah, and, I, I know, think because I, I didn't go to school my whole career, uh, and and I never got hit by a tornado. So I'm a I'm one of the lucky ones. I'm one of the few lucky ones that my school did not get <laughs> fucking rocked by a tornado. Cold <laughs> in Tennessee. I know it's but dude, our fucking tornado drills literally go into the classroom or into the hallway and put your knees, your head your between your head knees, between your knees. Yeah, kiss your ass. Y'all had tornado drills in Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah! Absolutely. 
Oh my god! Really? Tornadoes reached a thunder. Uh, a tornado watch was like a big deal up there. That oh. was like, oh and shit! Like dude. a tornado watch is like in Oklahoma. For the listeners not in Oklahoma, that's when like children go outside to look for tornadoes to see if they could see it before they have to go actually take shelter. Yeah, yeah, to see if they can beat. And, and- a tornado warning up in Minnesota was like death. Fuck me, running! Like, <laughs> why aren't we in the basement yet? Kind of deal. That was convert all of our money to gold. The world is ending. We're not fucking here. This. Tornado watch here. I feel like is like yeah, like Brian said. Let's like fucking pay attention to the weather now. And uh, tornado warning. You know, then you go take shelter too. But like I, here, it means something. A tornado warning here means like. There's probably going to be a tornado in your general vicinity touching down. Uh, in Minnesota, it was like tornado warning was like there is a less than fifty percent chance that a tornado will touch down within you know X miles of you. <laughs> like apocalypse I, I has just, begun. Let's all take our precautions. And that's how people acted. Yeah, like I, I don't know. It's, get the. Uh, and I just. Get the block bishop over to pray over you and your family. The world will end. I don't know how many tornado warnings I took shelter for up there. Really? Not yet. Like, especially, okay, so, well, okay, you got to understand, like, I moved, you know, from South Africa. And so, like, especially, like, the first, I would say, five years or so, it was like, you know, we just, you don't get tornadoes down there, I think, in the last... 20 plus years there's been a tornado down there i'm gonna be honest with you the only tornado that i've ever taken like legitimate precautions for was that one time that i showed up at at parker's house in uh at was it parker's house right you saw the clouds churning out there uh no i've seen clouds churning before but i was out I was out at Subway on the north side of Stillwater, and the tornado sirens sounded. And that was the only time that I've ever heard tornado sirens in my life. And I was like, "Oh, oh no, this isn't good at all." And I looked at my like, <clears throat> I looked at the weather real quick, and they were like, "Yeah, north side of Stillwater, you need to take shelter." I remember calling Frank, and I was like, ah, "Are you home?" He's like, "No." And I guess <laughs> I was like, "Cool, is Parker home?" He's like, "No." I'm like, I think it was I went to. Uh, Mark's house. Who live <laughs> gotcha. like in the same Next door to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he same lived, cul-de-sac. Same yeah. cul-de-sac. And uh, he's like, Mark's home. I was like, sweet. I'm going over there. So went over there and uh Mark took me in, if you if you will. <laughs> and carried you in. He carried me into the house. <laughs> Hold on, let me get you. I'll just pick you up and take <laughs> you. Inside. I was like, no, 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 I'm carrying my sandwich. I'm good. <laughs> So I remember staying there at their house and like we were, they were all watching the weather and uh, there was a tornado just kind of skipped by the north side of Stillwater. But that was the only time that I've ever like taken precaution. And the, the, the amount of precaution that I took was going to Mark's house. (laughs) Dude, <laughs> can I just say, did tear some shit up north of us, though. Oh, dude, it was, I do yeah. remember like, that. Like, it murdered some cows and shit, yeah. Stillwater is real shit. Like, Stillwater is fucking lit, okay? Oh, yeah. Like, you Flash gotta be flooding is a thing. Bitch. Flash flooding is a fucking thing. Stillwater doesn't get his name because it's flowing no, but water. Like, you, have a, you have a real chance of a tornado touching down around Stillwater. Like, that is, it's, it's like it's kind of nowhere. Like, Yes. Be developed, but yeah, like for the most part, outside of there, it's like there's nothing, and like I don't know, the Stillwater. I always took that shit very seriously. I mean, I mean, 
I saw clouds churning up above the student union one time. Like I've never seen uh-huh. in my life. Like, well, the cool part about a uh, cool part about OSU in general is that if you're on campus in those buildings, you're most most likely safe. Yeah, can, those are like fallout shelter type. Yes, like yeah. the, most of those buildings are built to withstand like an F three plus. But the likelihood of you being one of those buildings is, I mean, it's not not one hundred percent guaranteed. And the hail that you, that I got in Stillwater was the worst hail that I've ever seen in my life, including yeah, down yeah, here that, in Dallas. That was frightening in and of itself. I still have the scars from that on my th- on my thighs. On your thigh? I don't <laughs> think those are hailstorm <laughs> scars, Parker. I think that might be life. Maybe no, there, life there scars. There were several times, you know, I lived down on that in that Miller house there. Yeah. Um, and there was more than one time that I we drove up to campus and like got under engineering south because it's it was like that serious i mean i mean like yeah no. really thought some sh- shit was about to hit town it, i mean i don't know man growing up in oklahoma you like i think every everybody in oklahoma has seen a or been through an event that has been like oh shit like this is this is the one like yeah. i feel like the people who grew up in oklahoma and have spent a legitimate amount of time in oklahoma they can say they're the lucky ones if they've never been hit or personally affected by a tornado because those that shit happens way too fucking often. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to go storm chasing all the time. I've seen many, many, many tornadoes in like real life, uh, half a mile across the pasture style shit. Yeah, fucking amazing force of nature. It's so so sexy. I can't even. Yeah. So, uh, Willem, I think what you were thinking about earlier is whenever like one has actually dropped down. It was like in 2013. I was over at a buddy's house, and uh, one that yeah. was the only time in my 31 years of living in Oklahoma that I was like, okay, um, there is a decent chance of me dying in the next two minutes. As like because right outside some bitch, of town, right? I mean, like, it that was, was right. It was. Close. Dude, it, yeah, I posted the pictures on Facebang. Like, I can yeah. I can go back and find them and and reshare them with y'all or something. But I mean, it was it pulled up right before this subdivision that we were in. And uh, at the time, my buddy had a they had a brand new baby boy. I mean, I'm talking like a week old. So the wife and I, you know, put them, the parents, and the baby in the bathtub, and we put like everything in the whole fucking house on top of them. I'm pretty sure I put like a Freaking barbecue grill on top of them as well, dude. And yeah, I, I mean, we put all the mattresses and pillows and everything. Yeah. There was no shelter, and so it just left me and the wife. And we were like, well, you know, at, at least maybe they will live. They've got a they've got a new baby. They need to live. Like, yeah, we just got in this closet, and I mean, the winds and shit were unreal. Like, shit was slapping the house, like debris and stuff. It still did quite a bit of damage, um, and it it wrecked a couple businesses just west of where we're at. But it was a, like, I was out in the street taking pictures of it because I was like, well, fuck it, you know, I'm going to die. At least maybe yeah, whoever yeah. finds my cell phone. I think I actually even posted it before, like, as I was sitting in the closet, like, well, at least I'll get this <laughs> last one out, you know, like, that'd be pretty good. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. From the war zone, like, here we go. Time. <laughs> no, so that's the only time, like, I, I don't, you know, I don't put much stock in tornadoes. Again, I'm like, if it, you know, if I die from a tornado, it's probably my time to go, right? Um, I would hope yeah. that somebody put on my tombstone like, "Dude, totally died in a tornado." It was, um, it was I'd a much b- rather die in a fucking tornado <laughs> than from cancer or from a car wreck. Right? <laughs> he died in a bitchin' tornado, uh, Parker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tornado was 
awesome. Parker was drinking Dirty Bastard, and he died in a tornado. He went out doing um, what he loved, drunk. So I dirty n- bastard. Dude, TM. Yeah, I yeah, I never, I never like really cared. But the wife who uh, also grew up in Oklahoma, but however, you would think that she grew up in like uh, freaking northern Canada. Um, deathly afraid of the things, deathly afraid of them. So, and she'd always been like, you know, oh, we need to get a storm shelter. We need to get a storm shelter, this and that. And I was like, yeah, no, that's too expensive, too expensive, too expensive, too expensive. You have a dank, dank storm shelter now. We, we do now, yeah, yeah. So it was like, once we found out we were having our um, first child, Chitlin. then it was like, okay, yeah. I'll invest. Uh, you know, I want to protect my kid. She's like, well, fuck you. So you don't want to protect me? And I'm like, eh. <laughs> oh, that's kind of how it works. That's kind of how it goes. But, so it was funny. Yeah. And we have had to get down there a couple times, actually, in the last couple of years since we've had it. But, yeah, we've got one of the ones in the garage floor inside, like, with the freaking sliding pocket yes. door. It is pretty dope. That's what I was going to say. Um, like, my buddy Jay has one He when he built his house. He put one of those in his garage. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, that is next level. That's like goddamn panic room shit. But he was like, yeah, we've gotten in there. Because he lives in Moore, or just north of Moore. And he's like, it's kind of a thing. (laughs) You should have, like, a shelter inside of a shelter. (laughs) But, like, where it's at. Tornadoes have a vengeance out from Moore, Oklahoma. But, like, where it's it's at in your house, like, that's a legit safe spot. Like, there ain't shit happening over that. It's not like you, like... I mean, I don't know how, I guess it depends on how your house is set up, but most people's garages don't have anything over them. Like if something came and wiped the foundation clean of house, you would be very, very safe down there. It's, I don't know. That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, Sometimes I just go down there and just drink beer by myself. That's weird. Um, That's that's, uh, (laughs) that's very, very do that. I did that initially when we got it. Oh, um, I would do that too, but not in like a sad way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for it taking like, it there, Willem. It's good. Kind of way, <laughs> not, you know, not like in a sad way. <laughs> no, it's pretty cool. Not gonna lie, I got like all these, uh, you know, LED uh, magnetic lights stuck everywhere down there. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it lights up nicely, and you got all the supplies you need. Um. Got the benches and the yeah. Well, hell, you've seen it, villain. Yeah, no, it's um, dope. That was actually uh, where we had our first kiss. Was down in my storm shelter. Oh, so that. sweet. Mm-hmm. So storm shelter is cool. Okay, um, so but I, yeah, I, I don't know. I've never been scared of them. No, I'm sorry, villain. You're you're. I just got one question about the storm. So is that was that built as part of the house or like? Was it put in after? No, no. I I had I bought it at the Tulsa State Fair. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And, and legit, you it was a significant saving. So you think about the fair time, and it's like what late September, going into shelter manufacturer oh, slow yeah. seasons because most right. people don't think about. Oh shit, honey! We need a storm shelter until it's like April, and they just literally had a tornado go a half mile away from their house. Then they're like, yeah. "Okay, call them tomorrow, that's or we're getting a divorce." Um, that's when people, you know, ramp up on the storm shelters. So going into 
to the slow season, they offer a pretty hellacious discount. I know this for sure because my brother got the exact same storm shelter that we got. Didn't buy it at the Tulsa State Fair as I totally instructed him to do so. And he paid <laughs> $800 more than we did. We wow. paid three grand flat, out the door, everything. Installed? Okay. So installed everything. That's so a really good deal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I, I mean, it – yeah, it's uh, it's. Did it reduce the cost of your homeowner's insurance? Um, no. Oh, well, it's but Oklahoma, it so I guess it did it's increase like... the resale value of the home because yes. it's certainly a selling point. Nice. Oh, by the way, oh, I see that you got six little kids out there in the van. Uh, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> got, a got a storm shelter for fifteen. <laughs> What's your plan? What's your escape My plan? Tornado Alley. That's funny. Yeah. Not to worry. Does your emergency your emergency action plan now includes a storm shelter if you buy this house? <laughs> um, so two dudes show up to my house. I take the day off work. I drank Natty the whole day. It was awesome. <laughs> I also witnessed Good. a hawk completely decimate a squirrel out in my front yard Good. that oh, wow. same day. It Good. was it was Yo, a great the day. Hawks have been out like crazy recently. Sorry, dude. Continue. Hawks are such a majestic animal. I freaking like. Yeah. I will pull over and watch them. Like I'm like, oh, the motherfucker sees a rat out in that field. He's about to swoop down. Like I commentate. <laughs> do his call, <laughs> dude. So yeah, falcons in general, awesome. Um, we'll talk about that next cast though. Been really just. Uh, chomping at the bit to talk about falconry, um, but no, so that day I took the day they get here at eight a.m. Two dudes. And I'm like, two dudes are going to do this whole operation. You know, like this is something that would have taken like you know all three of us at least like three weeks, and then we still wouldn't have finished, and we would have had to call in the pros. Um, they come in. I've got the garage cleared out as instructed, and they come in. They chalk line the garage off. Um, where the you know the dimensions are going to be, and then they're like using a concrete saw within the first like five minutes of them being there. I'm like, damn, all right, um, we're doing this. That's so I got my lawn chair, and and then they bring in this little traco that they've cut the roll cage off the top so they can come inside of the garage and not like take out your garage. Um, and this and they back a flatbed trailer up in your driveway and. They freaking removed the two huge pieces of concrete that they cut out, right? You know, usually slab concrete is, you know, 10 inches thick. Okay, um, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm having... Okay. The, so they, it, it's a foundation, right? Yeah, they yeah. Cut they cut into, into the foundation. The, so how now, thick is that? That's what I'm saying. It's like usually, you know, 8, 10 inches thick. Um now, oh, okay. if you um, – what is it? Um, post-tension slab where they've actually got cables in there, then that's a little bit different. They have to – that's a little bit more money. Um, mm. But anyways, they come in. They freaking remove those huge pieces of concrete. And then dude on this traco with the little bucket is like the most proficient thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean he's he's got the arm. He comes in, scoops – Freaking goes re- like lowers it so he doesn't take out my whole garage door. Drops it on the flatbed trailer. He's back inside. Scoop, scoop, scoop. Like I mean, I'm just like sitting there, literally in my folding lawn chair, drinking Natty Light in the morning, <laughs> uh, watching this just 
taking pictures, and it was awesome. I can share some of those pictures. Um, yeah. <laughs> and they get this hole dug like we're going to freaking put a casket in there. And, uh, yeah, they put these leveling rods down on the bottom, and then, like, then they bring the whole – it's one solid piece of steel, you know, in, and they with the traco, they drop it into place. And then they have have already called the concrete truck. The concrete truck shows up like right at the perfect time. Like they got this down to the science. <laughs> of course, concrete all around it, and um, yeah, it's like they. I don't know. It was awesome, and and That's yeah, pretty got cool. a pretty sweet storm shelter. And it it only is rate. It's elevated off of the flush surface of the garage floor by about half inch. Um, okay. And, I mean, you can still you can pull a car over it, like I'll park on top of it. You can literally park your tires on top of it, and it's strong like enough on to withstand. the door, and it's good. You could, oh yeah, I can drive can on the you, door, oh, and it can you, I mean, it's, can you climb? It's quarter inch plate steel. Can you climb in there? Have the misses drive over it, and you change the oil, like uh, like it's a little like. <laughs> Jiffy Lube, you absolutely yeah. can do that. Dude, that's Dude, a selling point nice. in and of itself. <laughs> like, I would fucking I'm do that right now. I'm not fucking kidding you. Fuck a lift. Yeah. <laughs> that's right? awesome. Yeah, you go the opposite direction. You go down to the earth. Shit, that's yeah. So good. Yeah, no, it's straight up, yeah. I've, I've thought about running a little uh, Jiffy Lube out of my garage, but <laughs> then I realized that I'm lazy and I'd still just rather pay $20. Uh, I can't do that. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> Dude, anymore, anymore, I've... I I found it to be I mean you can barely go to O'Reilly's and get the quarts of oil and the filter and everything for about the see to me it's damn not the, near the same price. It's yeah. not the you heard okay. me bitch about it on that uh, super secret cast that you'll hear later on in the week, but it's not the money that's my biggest issue. It's the fucking time and like oh yeah yeah down here it's a whole fucking different it's a different ball game man. It's uh, goddamn it's it's a wreck. I get well, that. see, I can be in hour. and out. It takes about an hour. My place. It's really? literally like it's like four hours down here. Well, I cool. gotta tell you about a place then. Yeah, it's yeah, legit. Yeah, oh, yeah. and the best place, the best fucking thing about my place, dude, it's got an original Pac-Man arcade game in it. And the first time I went there, I was like, uh, "Well, this is awesome." Hey, uh, can I get some quarters for the for the arcade <laughs> game? And he's like. Oh man, it's free. And I was like, "All right, uh, lifelong customer, you sold me. I'm coming back every time." But, but here's my question. Here's my question: Can you win free beers there? Ooh, that's true. No, I don't think so. I did have soft drinks. Well, that's. I mean, that's nice, but I mean, it's not. Uh, it's not free barcade drinks. I. Uh, Very true. I mean, I feel like that's a good. That's a good point to wrap it and uh, yeah. wrap and roll. Let's take it up. Um. I mean, that's some great-ass content that we did for y'all tonight. You're welcome, first off. You're welcome. Secondly, do us a favor and and uh, reach out and rate and review us here on uh, No Real Left Behind. You can do that on uh, iTunes or your favorite podcast directory. And then, uh, if you would, just uh, shoot us a message on social media, either Twitter, Instagram, at No Beer Left Cast, or Facebook.com backslash No Beer Left Behind. And uh, let us know where you left the review, okay? You don't have to let us know which review is yours, okay? Unless it was good, then we'll want to make sure we call you out for it. But uh, just let us know that you rated and reviewed us and uh, that you uh, follow us on the social media, okay? 
As for me, Brian, here in North Texas, uh, I, I just want to do a quick <clears throat> rap beer count. Um, I crushed myself an all-day IPA while Willem brought up uh, the first shop and Troy because I know that's his shiz. Cracking on that all-day IPA stovepipe, which is now at Walmart next to my house for a dollar thirty-seven a fucking can. So Brian's about to get ripped on some founders all day. Um, but the uh, fourth beer that I've had tonight is uh, the Two Hats Lime. I'm gonna be real with you. As much shit as I gave that Two Hats Pineapple, this Two Hats Lime is fucking legit. <laughs> Yeah, this is fucking phenomenal, <laughs> man. Like I, I will gladly pay six ninety nine, seven ninety nine, whatever it is for six pack, sixteen ounce of this shit. This is, is that f- good? It's fucking great, it's dude. It's not just like straight sweet. No, like, it's like no, it's sweet. it's like a beautiful balance. You know, have you ever tasted wow. Bud, Light, Bud Light Lime? Yeah, yeah. It is like a fifth of that sweetness. Huh. It is fucking phenomenal, dude. Just the right amount. Yes, like I will. That's good. I will fight for this fucking beer. And when you burp, <laughs> I, I just burped. Uh, but when you burp, you get that like lime zest. You don't get like that <laughs> lime sweet like margarita burp. No, you get like that. Oh shit! I just had some lime juice. Like this is fucking legit. This is great. Anyway, on that super positive note. Um, uh, until next time, I hope each and every one of you listening has a fantastic week. For Brian here in North Texas, I'm out. So uh, I'm yeah. definitely going to have to try that, try some of that Dos Sombreros um, whenever, if it comes to my market. Uh, speaking of citrusy flavors, I'm drinking a Stone Delicious IPA as my final beer here on the cast tonight. Nice. Uh, 7.7%. Uh, it's a great, great beer, great IPA, and dude, when you pop the cap on this thing, it smells like a dispensary in Denver. I mean, it's a dank-smelling beer. Um, really good beer, though. Um, so, yeah, cheers to you, Stone. Thanks for coming to Oklahoma. Sorry it took us so long to get our shit together. Um, <clears throat> Brian, thanks for thanks for doing a superb job of hosting tonight. Willem, you really knocked it out of the park as well. Uh, Frank, we didn't really miss you that much, so oh, there it is. Damn, kudos, uh, and, <laughs> So yeah, Stone Citrusy IPA is is pretty glorious. So uh, I'm definitely going to try to get my hands on some of that stuff you're talking about, though, Brian. Um, again, just to reiterate, guys, thanks for listening. Please do rate and review us. That's rate, not rape. Don't rape and review us. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't want to have to post Me Too on my Facebook page. Okay, so for Parker in Tulsa, I'm out. All right, guys. Uh, I'm drinking the Herberos Stout. Try it or don't. I don't really care. They're not paying me, <laughs> but it is delicious. Uh, and, you know, just stay patient for Villem in myself. For Villem in Tulsa, I'm out.